Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by Meister High End. That's a lot of end. You can find them at getmeister.com. That's G-E-T-M-Y-S-T-E-R.com. Kind of like Mr., but it's not. It's, it's Meister. It's German. And what they are doing is they are doing away. <laughs> I, can't, I keep messing this part up. They are doing away with the uh, old stigma of the pothead. Your marijuana user that is like dirty, with a nasty brass wooden pipe. None of that. That's not real anymore. We all smoke weed. We all have friends that uh, partake in cannabis. And there's people from all walks of life that are in this culture. And that's what they're trying to do is elevate the culture and make it serious. Just like they have, you know, nice uh, brand stuff for um, alcohol, for uh, for cigars and display cases for things. They want to make stuff like that for weed, as well as pipes, rigs, dab pens, and pretty much everything that you need. So go to GetMeister.com, use the code NHP, save yourself 10%. You still there? Oh, I put you to sleep with that with our <laughs> advertiser that pays for. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, um, I'm just tired. Nah, that's all right. It happens. It is, it is early in the week. You know what I mean. So it's early technically in our agenda, and our agenda is our new week-long themed episodes. What this week? Is motherfucking Bat Week. Bat Week. Or you could just sit right there. That's fine. We got you all mic'd up. All right. Yeah, we'll let you know. We'll let you know when we're ready to start. Okay. Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Natural Habitat Podcast, everybody. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is Space Bat. And we are here to kick off Bats Week. Now, Bats Week. Well, last week we did Sharks Week. And, you know, uh, Sharks Week was was an amazing time. It coincided with Shark Week. Um, I don't even know. Actually, that's oh, the new shit. thing now for Bats Week. We got we got the new shit going on, and we figured that yeah. bats are fresh too. They got their own thing going on. They're unappreciated. So, what we're gonna every, do every uh, every time you hear a cool fact, it'll start off with "Did you know?" And then you'll hear that, and that's when you know it's like a real bat fact. Uh huh. That's when you know if, that shit's getting real. If you don't hear the noise, then you know it's not a real fact. It's just some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, All it's right? just some shit that we made up. Yeah. So don't get so fooled. Don't us. get them confused. All, All right. right. Now today we have a special guest in the studio, Mr. John Williams himself. The uh, the creator of all of these classic theme songs, the Jaws theme song, we talk about him a lot. He um, came by and said that he is more than willing to provide us with a theme song for Bats Week. So um, he's here right now. He doesn't have his he doesn't have orchestra or anything with him. So I assume that it's pre-recorded or something. So 
something. Yeah, we're gonna let him take over. There's your there's your board. You can plug in whatever you need, and uh, just let us know when you're ready. All right, he's giving us a thumbs up, so I think we're ready to go. All, All right. right, so. That's just the THX logo. Okay. All right. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bats Week at Natural Geographics. Natural Geographics. This is our brand new shit. that keeps it natural. Oh, that's right. And Natural Geographics is coming at you live with the first ever week of animals. The animal is bats. And I didn't know that he was going to be singing this out loud. I thought he was going to bring something with him. So it's really hard to kind of, you know, go along with it. But I'm trying to stay alive. Yeah. And we're going to be hitting you with all kinds of fresh ass shit. Lots of bats clips. Bats clips. And it's going to um, be, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. We're just going to keep it moving all week because we think that bats get a bad rap. You know, um, bats play an integral role in our existence mm -hmm. and i don't think that they get the credit that they're deserved they're kind of like an unsung hero that flies in the night and just like takes care of more than than their share and i think that they deserve to be respected as such yep it's true and uh, a lot of people don't know that bats do a surprising amount of pollinating they pollinate a lot of shit, um, especially the agave plant. Oh, whoa, 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 bro, you forgot to say, did you know? Oh, no. Uh, all right, I'm going to cut that out. Don't worry about it. And also, did you know that's pollinating blah, 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 agave plant? Yeah, real. And yeah, they make so tequila off of that shit. So. Because that was a real bad fact. So you got to know. <laughs> it was. I got to be hot on this bat button. All right. So, uh, well, uh Keeping so, up with uh, new traditions. Actually, before we get into our our newest segment, which I think you're, I think you're talking about motivational moments, correct? <laughs> Is that what we no, called no, it? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I have a. I was watching this video earlier, and it was called "The Philosophy of Bill Murray." Oh yeah. And it was talking about just how dope Bill Murray is as a person and as an actor. And I found out that Bill Murray actually, uh, like, was a pupil of some sort of crazy ass. His name was G.I. Gurdjieff, and he <laughs> was like a like a shaman. And he was all about separating yourself from the material world, like the outer world, and then your inner world, and yourself, and not letting those worlds affect you and being in control of your consciousness and all this shit. And what he taught was called the fourth way because it was a mix of the monk teachings, the yogi teachings, and like all these different ways. And he actually taught Bill Murray. And this guy was talking about how all of Bill Murray's characters all are like have the same blatant disregard for the movie that they're in. They're always, he's always like a wisecrack always has a joke and it's like something about the way that he portrays himself and they were talking about like reverse irony to where the character doesn't know what he's doing here i'm gonna have to explain it i explained it to you but i'm gonna have to explain it to the <laughs> listeners so usually in a movie a character 
doesn't know that he's affecting the storyline of the movie, but the audience knows that the character is doing something that's affecting it. They know right. what he's doing, and the character's oblivious of it. Well, Bill Murray's character doesn't know what he's doing, but the audience knows what he's doing, and Bill Murray knows what his character's doing. So Bill Murray is constantly breaking the fourth wall and being like, I'm Bill Murray, this is a movie. Isn't this crazy how this movie is happening right now? Isn't that crazy what just happened in this movie? Like he almost is like, <clears throat> like talking to the audience as the audience while he's also a part in the movie. Yeah. And it's like some crazy ass it's shit. Like, like he's um, narrating a part that he's also acting or something. Yeah, and it's when you, uh, it was Groucho, Groucho Marx used to do it. He would break the fourth wall all the time and talk to the audience. And it was also an ancient Japanese, like, theater. And yeah. I want to say, like, the 1400s or something like that. There was, a, there was a guy that did it all the time. He was all about hiding the sense of self from the actor. So the actor didn't even know what the character was doing. And started fucking with shit like that, so... It was crazy, man. This shit got deep. And I really respect Bill Murray. We all do around here. And it just made me respect him even more. So it's called The Philosophy of Bill Murray. Go check it out. It's a trip. And I want to learn some more about this G.I. Gurdjieff guy. Gurdjieff. Yeah. Hank Gurdjieff. That's what I'll call him. I'll call him Hank. Hank Gurdjieff. <laughs> oh, I made a fucking pun. All right. That's a good one. Um, so, new segments? Yeah, new segments. Um, basically, just natural geographics is going to be one because um, it's just something that we're both interested in. We both obviously know, love everything nature and animals and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's just another thing that we get to kind of like nerd out on. Yeah, it could be animals. It could be natural parks. It could be oceans. It could be the Great Lakes. You never know what it'll be. But it'll be our own version of what's the, what do they what do they call it? They used to have magazines to go to your house. Uh, never heard of it. Uh, it's like Boys Life magazine. That's what I was thinking of. Something like that. Yeah, it's oh. like you know teaches you things about outdoors and shit like that. But we're oh, gonna be. Scouts? Yeah, there we go. And uh, it's but we're not gonna molest you unless you're like an of age girl. Then it no. might it might happen. You never know. If you're unage girl, uh, of age girl, <laughs> did I say unage? Whoa, <laughs> I got close. Whoa, if you're an Whoa. of age girl and also happen to live in our houses or next door to us, in your case, <laughs> you got that that stalker. What's her name? Judy. Yeah. Yeah. She might get molested every once in a while. Sometimes. It happens. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't um, want to admit it. All right, and then uh, yeah, back to uh, the motivationals. Let's get it. All right, today we have um, a little something from Alan Watts, who is, um, he is... Is he a crazy person? No, I mean, kind of. What he is, is he's like a, he's a shaman of sorts, and what he does is he translates Eastern philosophy for a Western audience. So he was alive in, like, the 70s, I want to say, and... Mm -hmm. That's when he was, like, big and doing his shit. He died in the Yeah, he died in the 70s. And fucking, he lived on, like, a boat in San Francisco or something, like, in the Bay. And he just lived on his boat, 
would record like all these tapes and shit and write all these books. And he was all about just taking these old, you know, teachings of all these like Buddhists and different philosophies. And then he would rewrite them and translate them so that people today can understand. So I've listened to a lot of his shit. And there's actually, uh, there's actually a couple tracks that I did that have Alan Watts samples in them. So I love this dude. And hopefully, hopefully you guys can relate. Yeah. If you awaken from this illusion and you understand that black implies white, self implies other, life implies death, or shall I say, death implies life. You can feel yourself, not as a stranger in the world, not as something here on probation, not as something that has arrived here by fluke, but you can begin to feel your own existence as absolutely fundamental. I'm not trying to sell you on this idea in the sense of converting you to it. I want you to play with it. I want you to think of its possibilities. I'm not trying to prove it. I'm just putting it forward as a possibility of life to think about. So then, let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And that you could, for example, have the power within one night to dream 75 years of time or any length of time you wanted to have. And you would naturally, as you began on this adventure of dreams, you would fulfill all your wishes. You would have every kind of pleasure. And after several nights of 75 years of total pleasure each, you would say, well, that was pretty great. But now let's, um, let's have a surprise. Let's have a dream which isn't under control. Well, something is going to happen to me that I don't know what it's going to be. And uh, you, you would dig that and come out of that and say, wow, that was a, a close shave, wasn't it? And then you would get more and more adventurous and you would make further and further out gambles as to what you would dream. And finally, you would dream where you are now. You would dream the dream of living the life that you are actually living today. That would be within the infinite multiplicity of choices you would have, of playing that you weren't God. Because the whole nature of the Godhead, according to this idea, is to play that he's not. So in this idea then, everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality. Not God in a politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self, the deep down basic whatever there is. And you're all that, only you're pretending you're not. Damn. There you go. Fuck yeah. That's some crazy shit. He, uh... He's a deep motherfucker, man. Like, that's for sure. And he was definitely on some drugs, I think. But, you know, he has, uh, 
he has a lot of teachings like that. There's one in particular that I remember where uh, he talks about how like a, like a whirlpool in a stream and how it can happen at the same place in the stream all the time. And you can walk by it and you could be like, I saw that whirlpool yesterday. You know, that was the, that's the same one. But it's actually different because the water is constantly flowing through it. And yeah. that's what people are like. People might look like the same person, but the stream has gone through them for so long and so many years that when you see them, they're a totally different person because they're somewhere else in this, like, in the journey. You know what I mean? It's a trip. It really puts shit in perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. So, uh... Good pick. There it is. Yeah, good pick, Joey. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> bats facts. Are you ready? Bats facts. Uh, I'm ready bats for... Bats facts coming in hot. I'm ready for some bats facts, but before we get into those bats facts, it's been like 20 minutes without a smoke sesh. Nah, all right. So I feel like we're kind of doing our listeners a disservice by not providing them with the time to smoke. Because what if someone only has one bowl and they packed it and they're waiting for the smoke sesh to smoke with us? Oh, yeah. We're being dicks. You know what I mean? All right. So let's do it. I got, I got it ready. Run that shit. We, uh, we have probably the most fitting song that we could find for Bats Week. And I don't think it says anything about bats in it. We'll find out. That bats can live to be 30 years old and fly 60 miles an hour. I didn't know. That's some crazy shit. 30 that years is, old. That is not a very long life. No. But it maybe it is for a bat because it's so small. And yeah, it's pretty it probably has like a fast-ass heartbeat. I wonder how long like birds live. Some can live for a long-ass time. Some can live for a long time. Longest look, look up the longest living bird or like longest life expectancy. Yeah, birds live for twenty point five years. So no, there's gotta be one that lives for longer than that. Mm, I don't know. I don't have time to look that shit up. What am I, Jamie? Yeah, young Jamie, look it up. <laughs> Here, uh, 
you hum a song while I look it up. Go. Uh, go. Go, 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 go. Hum a song. <laughs> I'm a fucking song. Are you serious? Uh, I there don't know. Go. Go. No. Go. Come on. Go. <laughs> Do all I right. look like a fucking... John, John oh, Williams. All right, all right, John all right. Williams. Bum. I'm a song. <laughs> See, you made me type in longest living song. Okay. All right. Bum. Birds can live upward to 60 years. Booyakasha! And I knew it. Probably 70, maybe even, 77 maybe is the long, oldest living bird. 77. Oldest living, but... How old is he uh, going to be next year? 78? Not, not oldest ever. Like You know what I'm saying? Like I bet, I bet some birds can live as long as us. Probably over 100 years. Maybe even longer. Yeah. If it's a big-ass bird, like a fucking... Majestic ass bald eagle. <laughs> it's probably something bigger than that, though. Like, what about like a condor? They were pretty dumb, though. They went extinct quick. What about uh? Think about something real big that probably lived. Maybe it's not around anymore, but probably fucking lived for a long time. Or what about? Long, of time. What about those giant birds that fucking were like as big as people? Yeah. What are those? Uh, let's see. Condors, right? Or like fucking. No, they like walked on their fucking. Let's see. Oh, Let's see ostrich. Find this shit. Oh, you mean a llama? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a fucking llama. Um, no, I can't find it. But it was. Oh wait, here we go. Here we go. Number two is a dimetra. Number. Mm. A phosphosaurus, phosphotacos. <laughs> Dude, says, that's a dinosaur, bro. It says phosphotacos. Um, yeah, I can't find it, but there was one that was like, it was alive only like six thousand years ago, and it was huge as fuck. It was like almost as tall as a person, and it was like an ostrich, but it had a way bigger head and like neck. It was all connected into its body. You know what I mean? It was some scary shit. But um, I uh, I also found out while I was uh, looking up some of this shit over here about our uh, our creepy critters bats that get a bad rep. I mean, how how long have people been running with the theory of bats tangling themselves in your hair when they fly around at night? That's uh, like it's just a girl thing. Yeah, but I've like I still hear it. You know what I mean? And it's also a rock and roll thing. Guys that have big long hairs, that play that play bass, big long hairs. <laughs> what if the fuck? Big if long hairs. A, if, yeah. What Where big long hairs? That, those are a thing. No, but those are a thing. Big long hairs. Not, where you're from, are those a thing? Why would you say big long hair when there's multiple hairs on your head? I don't know. We need to do a whole episode about changing the English language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. Okay, check this out. Did you know that some bats hibernate and they can survive freezing temperatures when they're sleeping, even if they get encased in ice, they'll thaw out and come back to fucking life and fly away in the summertime, springtime, spring yeah. season. Yeah. And that's, well, that's for real. Well, I heard that bats eat other bat shit. Is that real? 
Should I play the noise? It's like, that's, that's why I should know. No, it's not. Hmm. Okay. We're going to let the, we're going to let the audience decide. It could be real. It could be. You never know. So if we play the noise, it's a bona fide fact. But if the noise doesn't get played, it may or may not be true. Yeah. Sometimes it will be. Yeah. But uh, that's crazy shit, how they can fucking, they can survive being frozen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's weird. But I guess, uh, I guess. I heard that some bats can spin a web and write their name in it. I heard that too. It's a classic Charlotte's Web kind of thing. Yeah, that's only with, just what I heard. Only with bats. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I have uh, I have someone that put together this video with our good friend Paul Rust from Netflix's Love. I think is who this voice is. We'll find out. And um, he has some bat facts for us. He wants to throw them in the. Throw them in the ring. All right. Well, did you know? <laughs> Damn, bro. It took you long enough. I know. I was like waiting. In, in West Africa, small woolly bats live in large spider webs. Damn, for real? That is a fact. That's some creepy shit. Hmm. Well, um, you know. When there's a home, when someone builds a home for you, they live in large spider webs. Yeah. And where was this again? West Africa. <sighs> fuck that. And the spider webs are just thick as fuck and huge. Yeah. But they're woolly and probably can't. They don't get stuck in them? them? Yeah. So they just crawl around and fucking make Plus, a little house? It's, it's a fucking bat. Bats eat spiders. <clears throat> yeah. They're gangster they're like that. Sex. Yeah. They fucking. Uh, Actually, a bat will eat its own body weight in insects in the night. And they control insect population. They'll eat like over a thousand bugs fucking within an hour or something like that. And uh, it's here. I should probably actually have the, the real fact and not just be like something like this. Uh, they eat a lot of bugs more than, whoa. A single bat can eat more than 600 bugs in one hour, which is like a person eating 20 pizzas a night. Yeah. So they fucking mack their body weight in bugs. And I heard, I heard the vampire bats like fried chicken. I heard that too, especially Popeye's fried chicken because they undercook their shit. And it's yeah. a little bloody in the middle, and I'm. I have a fear of salmonella. I don't know how you feel about salmonella, but like, not great about it. Every time that I fucking like, ugh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't fuck with it. Every time did, I touch raw chicken, I gotta wash my hands like five <laughs> times. Uh, nice. Did you know? Some white-winged vampire bats snuggle up to hens and pretend to be chicks. What? And then once in position under the hens, the bats feed on their blood. Dang. That's a fact. That's God, dope. Aren't we trying to, like, make a better image for bats in the world and not make them look like fucking serial killers they, of they the world? They didn't say anything about counting anything. They suck the blood of the chickens. 
Yeah, they didn't say to kill. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's play these uh, play these facts from which may be Paul Rust, and I'm pretty sure those chickens are dead. Fried chickens. Here, hold up. All right, I want to make sure I didn't play ad. Bats are the only flying mammals. Flying squirrels only glide. Bats are in their own scientific order called Chiroptera, meaning hand-winged. The bat wing structure is similar to a human hand. There are four long fingers with thin skin stretched between them. The thumb is small, has a nail on it, and is useful for crawling, grooming, and holding onto food. There are 1,300 different kinds of bats in the world, making up about a quarter of all mammal species. Damn. There are about 50 different species of bats that live in the United States and Canada. Most bat species live in the tropical regions of the world. Megabats are large bats found in the old world tropic rainforests, like Australia, Asia, and Africa. These bats are also called flying foxes. They have large eyes, small ears, large bodies, and have a dog-like face. They either eat fruit or drink nectar from flowers. Microbats are small bats found all over the world. So that's why I they said that, large ear. that uh, the picture of all the bat pups look like fucking, they look like pit bull puppies because they have a little dog-like face, some breeds small eyes, small bodies, and use echolocation or radar to find their food. They eat a wide range of food. Bats that drink nectar are important pollinators of the <coughs> organ pipe cactus and saguaro cactus in the United States. They're also pollinators of crops, including mango, cashews, balsa, agave, and bananas. See, they fucking pollinate mad shit, and all the bees yeah. get the credit, and everybody's like, the bees. Well, bees too. The, I'm not trying to say that bees aren't important. The bees are like the number one. Yeah, but they're also out here doing work, and they don't get any of the credit. Yeah, bats do some work. They couldn't do it all, though. No, but maybe if we if we do selective breeding, and only bat that, engineering. Yeah, only the bats that pollinate. We'll breed those and then kill off the rest of them. And then the ones that pollinate more will give those breeds more food and make them stronger so their children are stronger. And Maybe. eventually the, the bats will just be pollinating everything. Maybe. You never know, man. Never know, man. That my plan involved killing a lot of bats, though. So <laughs> I don't know if that's really the best thing. Did you know? Oh. Scientists believe that bats first appeared 65 to 100 million years ago, the same time as the dinosaurs. Damn. The earliest known megabats lived 35 million years ago. Many scientists believe that megabats were more closely related to primates, like monkeys, apes, and humans. That's crazy. Yeah, they're little monkeys with bat, bat wings. <laughs> they're little monkeys with bats, is what I was going to say. Yeah. I'm fucking... That's crazy, right? Like... Same time as dinosaurs, same time, same, same. The same, same. All these things that we've been doing, <clears throat> sharks, we've been talking about alligators a lot recently. 
uh, bats, all these things are dinosaurs. Yeah, they're not like the perfect creatures. They're the ones that never needed to change. Yeah, have just been bees. riding it out. Bees too. Yeah, and chickens. Chickens are dinosaurs. Motherfucking, that's what I said. Chickens are dinosaurs. <laughs> chickens are chickens are motherfucking the leftovers, the T Rex leftovers. Mm-hmm. Small little arm. So uh, I also have this little tidbit of information. What? Bats usually only have one pup a year, which makes them really vulnerable to extinction. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, also. The mothers can find their babies among thousands or millions of other bats by their unique voices and scents, which is trippy. It's trippy that like that that they can do that is crazy, and their like echolocation, how they just send out a bunch of clicks, like ten well, don't clicks a second. Because we got a video about that. Oh shit! Um, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. Well, I had bro. to click over to the thing. I had to open a new window. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Did you know that there is a, there's a bumblebee bat? What? That, that is like the size of a bumblebee. It's the world's smallest bat. It lives in Thailand. And it, it weighs less than a penny. And is the smallest existing known mammal. Yeah, I think I remember seeing this. I'm looking at yeah, pictures of I'm it right now. Yeah, and it's like on the guy's finger. It's a yeah. Tiny guy. Dang, that's yeah. crazy. Dang, man. See, bats are cool. A lot of people don't know anything. Yeah. There's a lot of cool shit about bats. Bats are fucking awesome. Fuck yeah. And also, did you know that bats at 12.36 in the morning, every night when they're out flying around, they all do like a like a spiral formation in the sky and their echolocation little clicks they sing a bohemian bohemian rhapsody nice the whole song in its entirety a lot of people miss it because they're sleeping and they don't speak bat clicks so it's it's crazy how how advanced bats are and how they can send out all these uh oh yeah i wasn't supposed to talk about the clicks <laughs> I started going on it again. Calm down, Joe Rogan. I know. Uh, look, man, I was okay, just trying to tell just, a story. Just trying just to tell play the fact. video. <laughs> Which one is it? Is it the bat tornado? No. Or the giant bat mystery? No. Or the moth jamming bat? That one. <laughs> well, there we go. I just spoiled all the fucking videos I that know. we have. What are you doing, man? Uh, you didn't answer me. I asked you, and you didn't it say anything. It was pretty obvious. <laughs> you thought about it. Uh, moth jamming bat. I thought that meant that a bat was gonna bang a moth. One of those little bumblebee bats was gonna have sex with a moth and try to create a new species. Robin. Was that not it? Slow-motion night vision technology allows us a glimpse inside the bat's world. Sonar detects insects in complete darkness. A big brown bat targets its prey and locks on. 
Damn. But new science reveals that the tiger moth has a secret weapon. Ultrasonic sonar jamming technology. Its high-speed clicks are slowed down so we can hear. It's crazy. When a bat locks on, this moth fights back. How cool is that? That's so dope. It's like, uh, it's like we're just copying nature with all the shit that we're doing, you know? Everything that we figure out, we just basically steal from other shit. For a moment, the bat is truly blind. He messed up that time. Yeah. Another one bites the dust. That's crazy, dude. It's like, but then again, if you look at everything that, that humans do from an outside point of view, you're like, man, that's crazy. How are they like hearing shit and seeing shit and smelling shit and like touching things and fucking... How do you process all that and move all your limbs at the same time? How do we fucking mold the earth and shape it how we want? Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're crazy and animals. And we give sharks uh, social security numbers. <laughs> which is weird. We're a shark. <laughs> You're a little number on the shark. I know who you are. Mm -hmm. Where are you at all the time? So, uh, so, yeah, dude, fucking, I think that Bat Week is definitely in full effect. There's going to be some fresh shit coming up. Uh, it's cool that John Williams was here. Thank you, Mr. Williams, for joining us. You don't have to say anything. Yeah. Um, no, just, no, no, no. It's all right. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, man. Fucking the dope thing is no matter where you live, there's usually some sort of bat around somewhere. And if you're in California... I suggest that you go to the Pinnacles if you haven't been there yet. Have you ever been to the Pinnacles? Yeah. Yeah, they fucking have a, They have this big old cave system, and part of it is closed off during certain times of the year because the bats migrate there. And it's all closed off to people and hikers and shit because the bats are all up there and shit. And you can see them all flying out every night. And... It's cool to, in like the dusk, watching the bats fly around, jack all the bugs. And yeah, and they, and they kill like majority of bugs yeah. that we don't want. They're, you know what I mean? And they're a really they important like part of the ecosystem for sure. <clears throat> yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy how much they really do. You know, you don't expect because you never see them. It's like out of sight, out of mind. You know, bats are usually only out at night. You never really, you can't see them. Because they blend in with the darkness. Yeah. You know, and and you don't realize like how much they're really doing, but they're like psh, they're eradicating millions of bugs every night and you know, protecting us from whatever diseases and shit those bugs have and and then uh, they're pollinating plants and everything along the way and oh no, it's crazy. I would have never expected it and I'm very like 
super interested in it after seeing a lot of the shit that I've seen. Yeah, definitely. It makes me want to, because uh, <clears throat> you know myself, I've I've never really been like creeped out by bats, but I've been creeped out enough to where I don't want to touch bats. Like I don't want to like, like whenever we're in some sort of cave or hiking somewhere and I see some bats, I'm like, bats, let's get the fuck out of here. Like it's that kind of, that kind of attitude, you know what I mean? But after all this, it's kind of like changing my outlook on it. And after I like did some research on it, checked it out, it really, it makes me want to find bats now so that I can like check them out and fucking, you know, actually see one in real life, poke it with a stick. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, not, cool. Yeah, moves. not that last part. But, uh, but yeah, I definitely am going to be a lot more willing to check one out in its natural habitat. Yeah. Now and, that I know all this um, shit. This month at the Natural History Museum, there's a flying dinosaurs exhibit that's supposed to be like the biggest one ever. What? And uh, just check that out too. It's going to be happening right here. That's dope. Yeah, so I might go check that out too and it kind of goes along with Bats Week. You should periscope it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, follow us on Periscope. We never do anything. (laughs) We never use it. I haven't opened it for a while. If anybody wants to periscope for us doing some cool shit, let us know. Yeah, we'll give you the login for it. Um, also, uh, did you hear about Ken Ham's, um, his arc that he's building? No. Ken Ham, the guy that, uh, that did the thing with Bill Nye. Mm -hmm. He's building a, to scale Noah's Ark at his fucking creationist museum. And it's like fucking, uh, 110 feet or something like that. Or 310 feet. I'm not sure. But, uh, he has all these like exhibits in there of all the animals and how it all worked out and everything's to scale. And he's like, we're gonna, we're, we're fucking gonna make it as good or better than Hollywood makes things. And it's gonna be amazing. And that's what we all are doing. And it's just the fucking dumbest shit. And he is like, all right, it's going to get real terroristy if I keep going on about him, but <laughs> he's a bad man. <laughs> bad man. But yeah. yeah if, you're, uh, if you're in the area, go laugh at that. Yeah, that sounds like a thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. I saw a video this morning and it bugged me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, real quick before we leave, what is your favorite type of bat? Um, I don't know. Probably just like the most common bat. Fruit bat. That's the only yeah. one I know. <laughs> Fruit bat, vampire bat. Is that a real bat or is that just from movies? Um, no, those are real. Okay. And then there's the bumblebee bat. We went over that. That's a type of bat. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of types of bats. Yeah, I and think like I think the ones that I like are probably the ones like the most common ones that you'll see because you know they're the ones that are doing the most work yeah. for us, the ones closest to us. True. Uh, that's a great answer. I asked you a fake question. And you gave me a good answer. Um, yeah, how he was saying that bats make up twenty percent of mammals globally. Yeah, that's a big number. Yeah, that's insane. And you know how you were saying we never see them. They always come out at night. You barely ever see them. Yeah. They're always creeping at the pinnacles and shit. They're holding us down. And uh, it says here. 
Vampire bats are the only bats that move well on the ground. Nice. That's some creepy shit. Mm hmm. We'll chase you down, motherfucker. Watch out. If you live in an area where vampire bats are, then tell us about them. Write us and tell us about your fear of vampire bats and if they chased you as a child. We want to hear your stories. We'll have you on the show. That sounds yeah, fun. Not, I don't really. Yeah, I, doubt, I doubt there's any attacks. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Let us know. You know what? We will. Our money's on no. We, we will get to the dark side of bat attacks later on in Bats Week. Bats Week. And that's how, you, that's how you get them coming back from Mo. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to record that part. Natural Habitat Recordings.